And now, it's time to sit back and enjoy the Two True Freaks Internet Radio Broadcast. Hello, and welcome to another edition of Garage Sale Gloat. I know I've been slacking off the last couple weeks. That's what I do. I've added a job to the mix, so things have been getting busy. So this Garage Sale Gloat might be a little jumbo size. This one's going to cover the last two weeks of garage sailing. Um, the first week was a Friday that we went out, and the second week was a Saturday. And... Uh, Let's just let this beautiful music sink in for a second. As heard in the new X-Men Days of Future Past movie, I was quite excited to hear The Street Beater by Quincy Jones, one of my favorite songs of all times. One of the songs that I don't really give a shit when it gets stuck in my head for a whole day. I'll go through a whole day with this going through my head very happily. Anyway, so the last couple weeks, I, of course, have been garage sailing with my friend since high school and by a bizarre coincidence my next door neighbor scott mcgregor and friday the the first week we went out we decided we were gonna go into a little uh, not into our regular section of rochester where we, we where we usually go our usual haunts in the more middle class um suburbs of rochester this time we decided to go into the a little more fancy pants, richy rich neighborhoods because there seemed to be a lot of garage sales, street sales there. And I gotta say, it was kind of a hit and miss day. Um, uh, early on was when we seemed to find the, the, the most neat stuff for a cheap price. Maybe that was because we were hitting them first before anybody else was. Or maybe because just out when you get into Richie land, a lot of the stuff is nice furniture or antiques that they have an inflated sense of value for or clothing, nice clothing, all stuff that I don't really deal with too much. Uh, although I have picked up some clothing in the next couple weeks, which I will uh, be bringing up in here. And I've picked up some clothing in uh, in the Richie neighborhoods too, so we'll, we'll, we'll get to that. But the, the, the big score of the day, I think, was pretty much Scott was... Um, and here here I get to pay for actually giving out advice, but I earlier on, I don't remember saying it, but I, I guess I told Scott, you know, always always look on the floor, you know, when they have a table. They, sometimes there'll be good stuff on the ground that they just didn't put on the table and that you don't see. And so we walked into this one place, and I immediately got distracted by a Lego Spongebob set that was, you know, in a, a set of Tupperware, no box or anything. And uh, while I was doing that, Scott was looking at the floor, and, and I see him um, pick up a box that says Lego Star Wars on it, so immediately my heart dropped as he's like, how much for this? And the lady goes, oh, $3. And it turns out it was General Grievous's, um ship from Episode 3 which is pretty cool and it was factory sealed he's already put that up on on uh, eBay and sold it to somebody fussy who was maybe had gotten burned before and was pestering him about you know is this really factory sealed to the point of where Scott finally had to say look 
if you want me to unfactory seal it and dig in, I can see if everything's in there, but otherwise, you know, what do you want me to do? So, yay eBay. <laughs> so, of course, I got a, a, a Lego SpongeBob set there. It looks like I could get maybe 10, 15 bucks for it, maybe if it's all there. Um, it's another Lego project I got. I got to put it together to see if it's all there. Bonus, there was a Boba Fett minifig in there, so I've got my own little Boba Fett minifig sitting up on my on my shelf now. Um, I, I think I only picked up one Star Wars thing that week, and that was a paperback novel, uh, uh, Star Wars uh, Dark Lord Rise of Darth Vader. So, uh... We'll see how we'll see how that looks. I, I I sort of did a little flip through, and I don't know about the writing in it. I just don't know. Um, I picked up a little uh, plush doll that's based on a puppet. Remember uh, the old country music TV channel? They used to have a talk show with Shotgun Red. It was Shotgun Red. Um, doesn't look like Shotgun Red goes for much on on eBay. That was sort of just something I, I picked up. It was 50 cents. Uh, I got one of those um, Miss Pac-Man games that's just the handheld plug into your TV. Those go pretty consistently for like 10, 15 bucks, sometimes more on eBay, and people seem to like to sell them for a dollar. And I got a Radica Tetris game, but I ended up not getting, not paying attention to it, and I had the two very ornate, um, um, controllers for it but I don't have the actual game that they plug into so well maybe I'll find the game someday and and be able to add those together um, one of the pieces of clothing I got was a NHL jersey of uh, the Mighty Ducks and uh, in beautiful condition adult large that looks like I might be able to get 40 or 50 dollars for it that was like one of the big finds of the day the other piece of clothing I got was a leather jacket uh, for uh, Snap-on Tools. And that, again, was, I think it was $5 or something. It was ridiculously cheap. Beautiful condition. I don't know if it's been worn. Um, another uh, large jacket. Little too big for me. I'm debating whether I want to keep it because it looks like I could get $50 to $100 for it, depending... But it's a really nice jacket, and it's really warm. It's insulated and just nice, nicely made. It was an expensive jacket new, so I don't know what I'm going to do with this. You know, now that I'm working, I have an actual steady income for, for now, as long as I decide that I'm going to keep working. It, it sort of makes it so it doesn't... Um, um, I don't have the urge or the need... To sell things is immediately this summer as I buy them on on uh, garage sales and put them on eBay. So I've been saving a lot of the nicer stuff, like maybe this leather jacket and from last episode that um um or the episode before the groovy mushroom lamp or the quadraphonic stereo. Those might all sit till winter time, till closer to Christmas time when I might be able to get more money for them. And there might be more people on eBay. And I, and I might just put up the nickel and dime things. The 5 and $10 items. Like these little handheld video games. The, the sort of meat and potatoes things. 
Um, let's see, what else did I get? I got a Mighty Thor acoustic guitar, kids acoustic guitar, which w had all its strings and was in good shape and just had a nice um, modern rendering of, of Thor. Um, I don't know if they're worth anything. I think I paid like three, four dollars for it. Um, it's just kind of neat. I got a big buck singing reindeer, which uh, is probably going to become an art project if I don't sell it around Christmas time. But I don't want to talk about the horrible things that I'm going to do with the big buck singing reindeer. It's sort of, you know, it's like the, the big bass singing fish thing. I got Tiffany, a little red-headed 1971 ideal doll who has, um, some of the older folks out there might remember her. She has hair, and if you turn a crank on her back, the hair comes out or it, go, or it retreats back into her, a hole in the top of her skull. It's kind of creepy, but, um... I, I remember a lot of little girls having that when I was a little kid and they were always messed up. The hair was always tangled or broken or something like that. So I think this might be a nice, you know, $20 item. Um, I got a motion activated potty pig, which sounds like a horrible, like Ronco sell it on TV type deal. But what it is, is it's a pig sitting on the crapper and when it senses motion, he turns his head, farts, and makes a witty quip, like this. Okay, I'll give you a courtesy flush. Oh, potty pig. Um, I got these weird little, um, electronic toys slash games for little girls. One's Erotica Friendships, where I think you had different f chips and you'd give them to your friends and they would put their name and their address and their email on it and you would collect them and have them sort of hanging a, through hanging on a chain little reader that, you know, you could read all your friends' chips. But this stuff's really collectible it seems you know it might be something I have to throw in a box for five years you know but someday they'll be very collectible the other one was a neopet named Aisha so uh, I don't know um I got a, a calculator a ca Casio FX 9750G plus in its box this was kind of a depressing and weird sale um, there were some comic books there. The guy wanted, I can't remember if he wanted five, ten, fifteen dollars from them. They were all 70s comics uh, with a smattering of 90s comics. And uh, Scott was looking through them. And the one I saw that I was just like, yeah, I want that was uh, an old swamp thing, but fifteen dollars, it was not in that great a shape. But as we talked to this guy, we started really getting the impression that all this stuff belonged to his son, who we were getting the strong impression was dead, and he was just sort of leading us to go, you know, hey, what happened to your son? But uh, I, I wasn't biting. I just, I didn't want to know, you know, so I just sort of <laughs> sidestepped the issue and got a, the, the other cool thing I got from there was a, a nice evil dead um, patch, iron-on patch, 
which I've never seen one of those before. Pardon me while I have a drink of my brisk. Half and half iced tea and cherry limeade. Oh, it's so delicious. Mm-mm-mm. Ah. I got um a copy of Simon, but this wasn't normal Simon. This was a later Simon called Simon Squared. Uh, another Walkman. I don't know how this one will do. It's not a Sony Walkman, so it's not technically a Walkman. It's a sharp tape player, but it's Walkman style. We'll see. I got a Frankenweenie subway bag uh, from the you know the the sub place subway uh, promoting promoting the Tim Burton movie Frankenweenie, and I basically the bag I don't think I even bought. I think the woman just gave it to to me to fill up with. Um, I think they were, they are either McDonald's or Burger King toys, but they were Star Wars bobbleheads from the, the, all six movies, characters from all six movies, and they had a whole bunch of those in, of course, like a 25 cent bin, so I just filled the bag with those, mostly doubles, but I did get, finally, the Darth Vader bobblehead that I've wanted, where he's in, on his, uh, Darth Vader TIE Fighter, so that was neat, I got an electronic Hasbro Hangman game, a Milton Brand Bradley uh, Connect 4 game, little handheld electronics. And at the same place, all this was stuff was out of a 25 cent bin. A uh, little pocket Etch-A-Sketch, which was really cool. Um, a puzzle called Sonata for a Spy, which is one of those mystery puzzles that you put together and you also have a little book with text in it that you can solve a mystery with. And another, I, another thing that I've got on eBay right now, uh, the Cabbage Patch Babysitter's Helper, which is a little, you know, sort of diary book for girls who are babysitters to keep track of, you know, um, the names of the, their, their clients and what the kids like to eat and what games they like to play and all that stuff. It's just a big empty sort of diary type of book. And I haven't been able to find an example of it on anywhere, so it may be rare. We don't. I don't know. We'll see. I put it up for I think like seven ninety nine, eight ninety nine, something like that, and uh, see if anybody bites. I don't know if there's a demand for <laughs> items like that. It's it's weird. I like sticking stuff up like that on eBay just to see what happens because every once in a while it, something random like that will go nuts. Not that I'm holding out big hopes for the Cabbage Patch Babysitter's Helper. Um, some recent stuff that I sold that I've mentioned in the last few episodes, one of those inflatable um, front yard ornaments, the the um, congratulations, it's a boy slash girl one. I got $50 for that, and that was the first bid. Maybe if I put it up around, well, you know, that's the thing. That was one, it's not like Christmas time or a holiday decoration. It's a random decoration. Someone's given birth to kids every day, so I figured I'd be safe putting that one up almost at any time. Um, so that was about all I got that week. It was kind of a slim, slim pickings, you know, in, in Richie Land. The great thing about it is we got to eat at a Mexican restaurant that's my favorite Mexican restaurant. I actually worked there, not at this particular restaurant, but another um restaurant run by the same people for 15 years and 
ate the food the entire time and still love it. It is a testament to how I think this is probably the greatest Mexican food I've ever had. Like general, not fancy eaten Mexican food. Um, the best enchilada sauce I've ever had in the world. I've and, and tried it on the West Coast, in the South, in the Southwest. Still the best enchilada sauce ever. It's uh, Maria's Mexican Restaurant. I, I sh guess I should say their name if I'm talking up the, the place and blowing smoke up their ass. All right, so the next week, I have at work, my work schedule schedules me so that on altering weeks, I'll have Friday or Saturday off. So the week before I had Friday off, and the next week I had Saturday off. So this was a Saturday um, soiree. And uh, we went back to our regular old hunting grounds because it was just loaded with um, garage sales. And then up north of it, uh, uh, along the lake, there was a three-mile sale, which is very suspicious. That area, I've been to a couple sales over the last couple years, and they've all been these old people with cottages on the lake with overpriced antiques and bad, you know, yard art. And it was it ended up being a big waste of time because it's a little drive to get out there, and it's like a whole bunch of garage sales, and then none of them are going to yield anything. So we were hoping that that would draw a lot of people there, while we could just go to our regular happy hunting grounds and clean up, which I I don't want to say we cleaned up, but it was a good it was a good week for Scotty and I. We had one particularly really cool garage sale which I'll, I'll i'll mention in a minute it was a little disjointed um our our tom tom was being was being grumpy and uh our midday uh stop before lunch was a little more disorienting than usual so we could have gone to a lot more garage sales before we finally gave up you know just from being too tired which wasn't bad. I mean, I I got a I actually scored something that week that I've been wanting to get since I was a little kid. So it was a good it was a good week. Um, we we found a lot of like street sales with clusters of four or five people and um, oh geez, <laughs> here we go. I even have a recording of this. We got a I got a at one place a, very much like the Billy Bass and the. Um, big buck singing reindeer that I mentioned earlier. I got a singing Jaws, and it actually plays the. It actually has some of the Williams theme on it, but then he goes into another song. So, well, I'll show you. And uh, so I, I went to another um, garage sale that was this big Larry the Cable look guy looking guy and his wife. And they just had hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of records. And they were a little sketchy. 
so boxes and boxes of records but then on the table behind the records they had like five or six records laid out flat and which immediately caught my eye because i just see space star you know and of course uh i go back there it's two black hole records vinyl uh the first one's the soundtrack which i don't have and which contains this The ever-popular theme to Two True Freaks. I finally have it on vinyl. I'm so happy. Um, I got um, another Black Hole one that's the story of Black Hole, the Black Hole, that I forgot that even existed. So that's that's awesome. Um, here's a little bit of that. Man's long search for habitable planets in this galaxy was over. The Explorer Craft USS Palomino came about and headed for home. Instead of life, it had encountered only the cold vastness of space. Aboard the Palomino, Captain Dan Holland and his weary crew prepared for their long journey back to Earth. Vincent, the ship's all-purpose robot, worked silently at the control console when an ominous and frightening image began to focus on the scanner screen. He quickly alerted the captain and first officer, Charlie Pizer. Mr. Pizer, I think you should come up here. What's up, Vincent? The largest black hole I have ever encountered, Mr. Pizer. Hmm, let's have a look at it on the... And then I got just some regular soundtrack albums. Uh, another, a second copy. I now have two, at, le- at least two copies of Battlestar Galactica. Uh, Star Trek The Motion Picture. I don't believe I have that on vinyl, so that was a nice find. Uh, Miko. Uh, Star Wars and Other Galactic Funk, which is just a great album. I may have that on vinyl, but I'm just doubling down in case I don't. And the, the double gatefold um, Lord of the Rings soundtrack, but the original Lord of the Rings, the Ralph Bakshi animated Lord of the Rings, um, which I don't remember liking the music very much, but I've never seen the soundtrack to it, so that'll be uh, really interesting. So... Um, Let's get into, uh, we, we were at uh, one of the neighborhood garage sales, and uh, it was a lot of, like, kind of big garage sales, but tucked over next to one was, like, a little old lady, and I swear we almost just walked by it and, and skipped it because yeah, it just looked like a little old lady with a couple things on on a table, and they looked like knick-knacky, flowery, lampy things, but you never know and good thing so we go over there and the first thing Scotty does is points to a little plastic AM radio that's uh, Andy Gibb AM radios and that's a dollar so instantly I'm I've got that and that originally came with a little microphone that you could sing along with it's missing the microphone but still for a dollar it's pretty neat I may run into the microphone someday or find another little one that I can plug into it see if it works so we're looking over her her table, and it's not looking too too um, good at that point. But then I see Scotty pick up uh, Tauntaun, uh, original you know Tauntaun with the with the hole in his back, with Princess Leia sticking out of the hole, and then I see an Obi Wan Kenobi figure come up, and I didn't see him grab this one, but he got a Shogun Warriors, one of the little Shogun Warrior figures. Um, and 
in keeping with the black hole theme, he got a beautiful... I, I, well, it's not very detailed. It's not even very articulated, but it's the Maximilian figure from from the black hole, which you just don't see that every day. So uh, so he was asking her, how much for these? Oh, 50 cents a piece. Except she didn't talk like that. She had a nice little uh, British accent. And I think she was a little deaf, and I think she was a little blind. And just a, just a sweet old lady. But while Scotty's picking up the action figures, two inches away from his hands, I see one of those little Kenner... Um, movie viewers which I love those things and I've been wanting to get the Star Wars ones and their six million dollar man ones but the one that I've wanted the most ever since I saw it in the um, um, Ben Franklin in Carthage New York was the alien um, movie viewer and there it was for a dollar and uh, oh boy I'm so that was probably in the last few days, one of my nicest finds. I think it's in a, in the box. It goes for two hundred, three hundred dollars easy, and probably I could probably get seventy to ninety dollars for this one because it's in beautiful shape. I don't think I can sell it though. I've wanted this thing ever since I was a little kid, and just just looking at it just fills me with joy. So I'm gonna be hanging on to that for a while. And and maybe maybe I can find on um, YouTube, maybe somebody's uh, pulled the video or the video the eight millimeter film out of it and uh, of it and I can uh, show the little. It's really neat. I was very surprised as a kid that they made an R-rated horror movie into one of these little viewers, which usually had stuff like Walt Disney, The Lonesome Ghosts. <laughs> and stuff like that in a, in a pretty G-rated fair. So, or, or Sesame Street. Last year I got a Sesame Street one, which uh, is is awesome too. Um, um, oh, also from the little old lady, I got a little die-cast Corgi Disneyland double-decker tour bus. The London Transport Routemaster. And that looks... It's, it's just neat looking. I don't think it's worth anything. But it, it'll look nice on my shelf. Um, let's see, what else did I get? I got, oh, jeez, a classic. The Ronco Record Vacuum. Introducing the amazing record vacuum by Ronco, the stereo accessory that protects all your records. Simply insert your record into record vacuum and it rotates automatically, sweeping and vacuuming your records instantly. Record vacuum helps eliminate static electricity buildup and loosens damaging microdust particles which distort sound and damage your needle. 33 and a thirds, 45s, 78s, any size fits. Record vacuum, a perfect Christmas gift. Only £5.99 at Woolworth, WH Smith, Tesco and most fine stores. And this was a battery operated contraption that you would stick your stick your vinyl in and I mean I'm really sketchy that it works I gotta get some D batteries because this thing takes D batteries and test it out but you would um, stick your your records in there vertically and they would turn it would turn them and suck the the dust out of them and uh, oh I wanted one when I was a little kid all the cool kids had one I got a D&D &D starter box set um, that Scotty passed over at a garage sale that we were looking at, and I was thinking, ah, if he passes that over, I'll get it. Turns out it's from 2010, so it's not 
um, a vintage one or anything like that. Um, but if I had gotten the two, 2011 version of it, that one goes for like 40, 50 bucks for some reason. They must have changed a rule or added or subtracted. Something happened between 2010 and 2011 with the fourth edition D&D starter set. If anybody knows, uh, I'd just be curious to know. I got a SpongeBob Monopoly set, which has SpongeBob's eyes on the cover with a that are lenticularized, so they follow you around the room. Doesn't seem to be going for much of anything on eBay, so kind of a. I got a Topomatic cigarette roller, which is this big, heavy metal cigarette rolling machine. I, I, for the life of me, have no idea how it works. I think you have to buy like tubes pre-made tubes to work one of these and it has a horizontal crank on it it's it's really neat and it's got the nice um tops you know logo on it uh i got another guitar this time it's an electric guitar battery operated electric guitar with its own little speaker that's camo kid size once more and once again had the strings on it and seemed to play pretty nicely I also got a guitar amp, a little 10 amp Squire um, guitar amp, just a little practice amp, $5. I, I probably will be using that in the future with, with my guitar. Um, we went to another place that was a teacher, elementary school teacher, and he obviously was, he was trying to get rid of books from school, you know, when the whole class has to buy a copy of... Um, uh, oh, oh, you know, Diary of Anne Frank. Although I think he was uh, teaching lower grades in Diary of Anne Frank. But, you know, you end up with, or A Night to Remember or something, you end up with 30 copies of the book. And he had just boxes full of these good children's books, My Side of the Mountain. So I grabbed a, he was selling them for a, a grocery bag for a dollar. <laughs> and Scott, right off the bat, found a bunch of, um, Choose your own adventure stories. So it, it worked. We both got a big heaping bag of books. I have uh, coworkers who have kids, so I brought them in and had one of those perfect moments where I feel like the guy who's working at the at the the, the guy in Gremlins, you know, who can just walk into the back of his his store and pull out exactly the thing that the person wants at that time. And uh, so I brought in this box of children's books and I was talking to my coworker and I told her, I, I told her I'd bring in some books if you want some for your kids. And she's like, oh, great. And she's like, you know what I really want, though? That, that book with the with the doldrums in it. And I go, oh, yeah, um, that is uh, the Phantom Toll Booth. And she's just like, yes. And I'm like, I think I have a couple copies of that in there and pull it out. Sure enough, there's two copies of the Phantom Toll Booth. So I love it. I look like a hero. And I look like I'm somehow psychic and prescient at the same time, which always works well. All right, what else did I get? I got a Nintendo DS case, protective case, made out of Nerf that looks really neat. My roommate might want that. She plays DS a lot. If not, I'll, I'll throw that out. I got a Tomy Great Greeting toy, which is a little handheld thing with stencil, not stencils, but... um sort of um, raised uh, panels with raised um, sort of like a, a stamp you, but you would make greeting cards out of it by putting the first panel that says happy birthday and then a picture of flowers then you would put paper over it 
and rub a crayon over it to make a, a greeting card for, for little girls. And that was from like the early 80s and is is kind of a neat little little thing. I got a, a little thing that looks like a, a old phone, um, an old, you know, from an old dial phone, the, he, the hand piece, head, pe- head piece, but you plug it into your iPhone or your iPod mini if you have Skype and you can use that to talk through. And I thought that was kind of neat. That was going for a dollar. I got a neat little Casio um, calculator, which I've got up on eBay right now, a personal mini. And it has these little tiny half-size zeros on it and, and the great classic cool green LED, not LCD, but LED readout on it. It's just, it's just a nice little space-age looking 70s calculator. Uh, I got a, at, at this other place, all their books were a dollar, except for this one was a quarter. This beautifully bound cartoon comic adaption of, or not ad, adaption, but it's um, stories of people at the New Orleans flood. And uh, it's called AD After the Deluge by Josh Neufeld is the artist. And that looks really neat. It's It's a nice book and it was going for like 20 bucks. So that's going in my own personal uh, library. I got the unofficial Harry Potter cookbook. Um, oh, got some Star Wars stuff. I got a Hasbro Jet- Jedi Stif- Starfighter toy. I got a whole bag full of Darth Vader heads. And it's like, you know, about the size of a marshmallow bag full of Darth Vader heads. And I guess they all have hard candy inside of them too. They're, they're Halloween treats probably like five years old i got a neat book uh on the walt disney resorts called a souvenir for the millennium from of course right around 1999 2000 which is a hardcover book with just pictures of all the resorts and all the attractions at disney it's it's just something somebody bought as a souvenir but it's got some nice pictures nice pictures of uh star tours in it a weird thing that i bought just out of um just out of curiosity was an old like 70s um container of racquetballs just brand new in their container and once i remember selling some vintage tennis balls for pretty good money so i wonder if racquetballs go i don't know they were five cents give it a try um i got one of those little radica 20 question games i don't know it's a re- yeah it's a game i guess but where you think of something and it asks you 20 questions and it pretty much figures out what you're thinking about every time. Supposedly there's a Star Wars one and there's a Simpsons one, which I would love to give a try to see if I could stump it. Uh, This other place we went early on had all these old magazines from the 50s and 60s, science magazines, and the guy was telling us a story that his uh, grandfather was in the army as a chemical weapons expert and when he cycled out uh, into civilian life he began working on cereal like post cereal or grains you know and uh, became a cereal chemist so he has all these magazines like transactions the American Associations of Cereal Chemists and uh USDA Farmers Bulletins, um, uh, Serial News Magazine, and then a lot of just, and and 
And then a lot of sort of just scientific ones. Scientific Monthly, which I've never heard of before and couldn't find any examples of on on eBay. Uh, plenty of Scientific Americans and stuff like that. Uh, Daedalus, Daedalus, D-A-E-D-A-L-U-S. It was a 60s magazine. Um, Foreign Affairs, which is a neat looking magazine. It's just stories from overseas, but it's printed on like handmade paper or something like that. It's very fancy and nicely printed. And uh, another one called The Annals, which, okay, here, Metal Hero, not what you think. Um, I don't know. I bought the whole, a whole big, two big boxes of them from them for 15 bucks. And uh, I'm pretty sure I'll get the only thing I could find. Uh, the Daedalus and the Foreign Affairs magazines are on there, and they seem to go pretty well. I think I might be able to sell sets of those for 5 or $10. I only found one thing on the American Association of Serial Chemists, and that was a picture of a whole bunch of them assembled at some meeting somewhere. And that went for like $60. So maybe that will, uh, that will lead to somewhere. Um... Yeah, let's see, what else did I got? I got, uh, oh, um, well, I guess to sort of, the, the only other stuff I, I got was a whole pile of, um, guitar music books by, um, Hal Leonard, which, if anybody plays guitar, these are your standard, you know, sheet music books you would find in a music store, and they rape you for my, these things are like 15 bucks a piece or something for albums, and they're all by, I think they're sort of these emo bands, uh, we got... One called a Treyu. There's a couple of Treyu albums. There is a Beatles acoustic album, uh, Bullets for My Va Valentine. There's two of those. Uh, two uh, Avenged Sevenfold books, and those were all a dollar a piece. Those were at the same place we got the D and D starter set, and uh, I'm betting that I can get five, ten bucks from each of those easily. So. Yeah, the last couple weeks, it's been a lot of just sort of meat and potatoes stuff. You know, $10, things that are worth $10, $15, maybe on the $20 end. You know, that, that the first couple weeks, I ended up with some things that might be worth in the hundreds. But um, yeah, we'll see. Our, our, our next trip out is going to be on a Friday. And the Fridays seem to be a little better lately the last couple years. Of course, maybe because since they're open Friday, you get first kick at them, and you don't, and you get um, only you know a certain amount of people are out looking for garage sales, and because a lot of people are working on Friday, so yeah, we'll see it goes. That's only a couple days away. Hopefully, you won't have to wait as long for the next one. Hopefully, maybe only a few days since I'm I'm going out in a few more days. But um, until the next time, yeah. Um, Remember, uh, go to twotruefreaks.com. That's where these all come from. And while you're there, check out our uh, Amazon link. If you're an Amazon shopper, you can just go set that as your your um, bookmark to Amazon. And every time you buy something from Amazon, we'll get a little cut of it. Won't cost you a goddamn thing. Um, make sure you listen to all of our other quality Demanza Corp podcasts. And if you listen on iTunes, go give us a review because that makes more people listen to us 
even if it's a bad review. The more people talk about us, the more people listen. Alright. I'm going to shut up now. We were finally invited aboard one of these spacecraft, which landed near Ann Arbor, Michigan, on October the 24th of 1954. This is a drawing of the craft. As I was leaving the craft, the commander, Soltek, said, soon others of your people will be able to have an experience similar to this.